I love encouraging you. It gives me great pleasure and joy. Allow me for this episode to um, share a story with you. I told you I like telling stories. Um, What I had really planned to do was to share about having a gratitude jar. I just started and that was the plan for this episode and for us to work our way through having steps to incorporate during the new year. But as I was thinking about this, there was also an anniversary of my mother's homegoing coming up. My perfectly imperfect mother, who was perfectly created for me, went home to be with the Lord a year ago on January 11th. And I had wanted to do something in honor of her memory, personal for her children. And I kept wondering what to do that was different. As I was thinking about things, I found myself more so getting depressed because they were like things to kind of nurse myself, like saying, doing a picture saying, I miss you, mommy. Well, I don't really think she's waiting around to read messages saying that we miss her. But sharing the memories of her I think honors her memory more, especially what would honor her would be sharing about the savior that she came to put her trust in. The God who she had a simple childlike faith in because she got to know him as her redeemer, as the one who forgives much. And so she was very grateful and she trusted him. It's like asking a Daniel in his life, do you think God can shut the mouths of lions after he walks out of the den? Or asking a Lazarus, you think he's capable of raising the dead? Or talking to a Rahab and saying, can God give you a new start? When you've had an experience with God, perhaps you're willing to believe him a little bit more than the ordinary person who hasn't been placed in a situation or who has been placed in situations and has not chosen to trust and believe like a child. I guess faith isn't the rational thinking of working it all out. It's more so like those spies. I think it was 10 of them, and I'm not even trying to check. You check it and then correct me. With Joshua, who they saw the problem. They saw the giants. They saw the challenges. But Joshua came back and told Moses, we got this because of who God is, not because of what we're facing. I think that simple faith, like David, is not how big Goliath is, is how big your God is based on what he's done. So all of that was the background for you for this unbelievable story 
about my mother and her simple childlike faith. It's all to God's glory. And this episode is dedicated to all of my mother's children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren and cousins and all the people who loved my mother. Honored her, respected her a lot of times much more than us, her children. You know, (laughs) Jesus' brothers and stuff didn't recognize who he was for the longest time because it's easy for us to take for granted when someone is around us moving with a different grace and you're like, ah, that's just my mom. I'm sure that movie stars, children feel that way, president's children and all people, you know, it's just like, that's just my mom. That's just like my dad. They'll be around. Now I'm not equating my mother to a Nobel peace prize winner, but she was, an amazing woman. And for the longest time, I didn't realize that. And part of that, in fact, all of that came for the fact it was because she was a child of God before she recognized and especially after she accepted the grace and the goodness of God. Let me share something with you from the Bible and then we'll take off into the story. This is from 1 Corinthians 1, and I'm reading from my Bible, which happens to be NIV. For in him you have been enriched in every way. Let that settle. In every way? In every way. Enriched. Enriched with what? With all kinds of speech and with all knowledge. God thus confirming our testimony about Christ among you. Therefore, you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for your Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. We don't lack any spiritual gift. Therefore, you do not lack any. So the Bible tells us we've each been given a measure of faith. And for what we have, that's what we're supposed to use. And we can ask for it to be developed more. Or we can use what we have. But the Bible tells us we fall. Now, I didn't read that, but I promise it's in the Bible that we all have a measure of faith. Let's choose to use it this year. I'm reminding you, I'm exhorting you, I'm encouraging you. You encourage me. Let's use our faith to turn the ordinary to experience the extraordinary. Isn't it about time? So my mother had three biological children, five adopted children. At a certain point in her life, and this were the lows, she had the high and the lows, the ebbs like we all do. At a certain point in her life, During her lows, she spent a lot of time praying and fasting and keeping to herself, meditating and just pursuing God desperately. She would have visions. People were attracted to her because if they went to visit her, they couldn't believe this extra wisdom all of a sudden that she had. They recognized that it was from God. 
they recognized it. I heard my father say something and this at this point, let me get personal, they were divorced. And I heard him say, she's really following God. She's different. She spoke differently. She was seeking. Um, she was almost, what should I say? She was just so totally sold out. Um, we all need a balance, but we need to be desperate. And she spent that time at this point a lot with her children, her adopted children, her children in the house. They prayed, they had prayers, they fasted, they were together, they sang, they believed God for everything. They trusted him for their meals. And at a certain point, my mother's life took a different trajectory where she had a vision about her country. And she also knew that she was being taken out. And her prayer was, God, please take all of my children out. That meant those that she had naturally and those she had adopted. So I left out some details, very important details on purpose. My mother came over on a with a job that she was recruited for. And when I say came over, she immigrated to the United States at that point in her life. She immigrated and because it was done legally, she also made that part of the transaction. For my children, you change over their paperwork as well. So with that prayer, with that heritage, we also immigrated with our green cards. It was not as simple for her adopted children because they were not adopted in the sense of court-wise. It was adoption more in the sense of the Liberian way of where she had been entrusted. But she was so determined to get her household, she went on and adopted her five children. And she made this promise to them she said, I don't know how, but the same God we've been praying to, you keep praying to him and I'll keep praying. She left them with a trusted nanny who had become a close friend. Take care of my children and one at a time, don't know how, I'm going to send for them to come and join me in the United States. This is our new home. This is where the Lord is taking us and has brought us. She left after telling her children that she would send for them, not knowing how coming to a new country, immigrating, immigrating with her birth children, but with the hope that they would be reunited. She said, I'll either come back and get you all or I, or, I, or you will come and join me one at a time. But I promise because the Lord will hear our prayer. So that was their prayer that she would bring them. As my mother came and got established, she had prayer meetings in her house. It grew, it developed, it became, I mean, it really grew, it became a church. And she constantly talked about her five children and her desire to bring them. But before she left, she had spoken to a friend who had a travel agency 
She left all the names of her children and her nanny. And she said, as I get money, I'll send and you know me and we'll work on one ticket at a time to bring them one way to the United States of America. She said, that's what I'll do. And the friend agreed. She said, so one ticket at a time, she left their names. So my mother went on diligently serving the Lord, trusting him, praying, telling everybody she met about her five children. And people take on your vision if you share it passionately. Um, some people wanted to take them when they came. And she was like, no, 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 no. Those are my children. That's who God gave to me. And one day you all will get to meet them and we'll have this rejoicing time in the Lord. Within about a year of being here, almost a year, not quite, my mother got a phone call. I happen to be home from college. So I know this firsthand. She was trusting the entire time. And you have five children, three young children, and two teenagers waiting and hoping for this mother to bring them to America. That was all they knew. She got a phone call from this lady who owned the travel agency and she said, I got your money. I received the money. She said, and I wasn't expecting it. You didn't clue me in. And it was all the money. She said, I got it for the five children and for the nanny. She said, and so I had to quickly make an arrangement and I want to apologize. Do you hear what I'm saying? She said, I want to apologize because um, I didn't know how to get them all on the same flight. And my mother said, what are you talking about? I didn't send you any money. And she said, yes, you did. Yes, you did. You sent me some money. She said, I got all the money. I got the money. We're talking about thousands of dollars. You're talking about five people and an adult. Um, three children, three young, young girls and two teenage boys. And she said, so what I did was, um, please forgive me. She said, I put the three children on the flight, two small girls and the teenage boy. She said, and then the other three, the nanny and the other little girl and boy will come on the following flight, couple of days or a week after. My mother is still just holding the phone and she said, I don't know what you're talking about. And she said, well, all I know is I got the money. It's all here in the computer. This, my people, was over... I'm talking about 40 something years ago at this point. Um, she said, you need, we're living in Maryland at this time. And she said, I don't know why you don't know. I got the money. She said, they're on the flight. They're arriving at JFK tomorrow morning. My mother said, what? She said, yeah, you sent the money. And my mother said, what money? She said, well, why are you trying to figure out how you sent the money? You need to make arrangements to get them. She said, because they're arriving. And then in less than a week, the other three are coming. And my mother said, she said, Joy, we have to go to New York. We, we got to go pick them up. She said, they're coming. They were coming. 
They were on the flight. We get to New York and we pick up three siblings. We have no idea about the money. We're rejoicing. They're excited to be reunited with my mother. We get back, we get them, we go back to where we are and we're just stunned, but we're thanking God for his faithfulness. She shared it with the church. People are celebrating and not knowing people had actually been buying little things for these children that they kept hearing about. I mean, from coats to shoes to clothes and yeah, we're promising, you know, we were planning to, to give this as a gift for whenever they came long-term. And we have to make this trip again in less than a week to go and get the other three. Talk about the rejoicing and still no idea how this happened. This one woman had asked God. She had prayed. She had fasted. She had sang. She had trusted. She knew they were coming. She didn't know when. She didn't know how. So, how did this all happen? A couple of months after, same person from the travel agency, the lady who owned it called, and she told my mother, she said, apparently there was a computer glitch. She said, I don't know how it happened. I don't know how the children's names came up. She said it was so specific. She said, so what are we going to do? How will I get paid? My mother said, she said, what are we going to do? I told you that I didn't send you any money. But because she was a woman of principle, because she trusted in the Holy Spirit, because she trusted in God, not because she had the money or the finances to pay this amount at this time. She said the same arrangement. She said, I'll pay one ticket at a time. Each time I get the money, I'll pay it to you. It was such a testimony at the church. And she began diligently paying back, which she had done some prior to the children coming. But she gets another call and the lady tells her, thank you, everything has been paid in full. Another phone call, another glitch, or the Lord just completing what he started much to the lady's amazement again. And my mother said, write it down that I owe you nothing. My children came here brought by Jesus Christ. Does God know computers? Do computer glitches happen? My reminder and my gift to my siblings is that God can do anything if we're willing to trust him and believe him. Our destinies and the paths we go on, they're ordinary things and they're challenging things and they're impossible things that happen. They're scary things. To myself, I have to remember to not be fearful, but believing. To you, my friend, when there's just something that's insurmountable, the Lord wants us to have that crazy faith. He wants us to believe. His constant thing with the children of Israel was, don't you remember what I did before? 
So tying it back to the jar of remembrance that I've just recently started and a book to record, if we don't write these things down, we forget them. My mother would make notes all in her Bible and scribble little things when this happened. Insignificant, different things. Some people journal. Get a book. Write it down to remind yourself and remind your children. Keep a jar of remembrance so that you have a record to celebrate, to remember the things that God does in the ordinary and in the extraordinary circumstances in our lives. Simple faith, childlike faith to an almighty God with whom nothing is impossible who allows computer glitches in our favor to answer our prayers when we dare to believe that he indeed can do anything. Life and Faith Chats. It would bless me if you remember to thumbs it up, to subscribe, to leave a comment, to hit the notification bell so you know when I upload because some people say they can't find the videos. And if you share and just remember to have a friend to kind of come back to listen to some of the things I've shared, to be encouraged. And let's remember this year to remember and to dare to believe God and to remember to keep this so that we can say thank you and to leave this heritage for our loved ones, for our children and their children, because the Lord told us to keep a remembrance about his goodness. Grace and peace. See you soon. Blessings. And thank you for coming back once again. Peace.